ABF Creative. ABF Should be the last one, Oliver. Whoa! There we go. <laughs> Let's see. That's ten blow-up jack-o'-lanterns, eight ghosts, fifteen skeletons, five creepy clowns, <laughs> and a light-up witch. I think we've got enough now. What is it with you and the witch? I already told you, Oliver. It stays. The kids are gonna love it. <laughs> Look, I get it. You don't like witches or magic, but that kind of defies the whole purpose of Halloween. Don't you think? <laughs> <sighs> all right, all right, truce. We keep the witch and you pick out the streamers. How's that? <laughs> Nuh-uh, take it or leave it. <laughs> That's what I thought. They're right over there in that box. Eat your heart out. I'm gonna start putting up the cobwebs now. Heads up, we've got company. Hey kids, did you bring everything we asked for? You did! Oliver, come here, look. They brought us everything we need. The apples, pumpkins, candy. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. Your candy corn's here. Wait a minute. Is that my wagon? Hey, y'all didn't even ask to borrow it in the first place. All right, fair enough. I'll let it go this time since you helped out. But don't be taking more things behind my back. Got it? Good, that's what I want to hear. Now, I'm just about to get started on these final touches. So if y'all want to take a seat on those benches over there, I can work and spend you a story at the same time. I'm real proud of this one. It'll make you reassess everything you know, <laughs> including your own reality. <laughs> Here it goes. If there was anything 14-year-old Marisol loved, it was playing video games after a long day at school. Her newest obsession was an online game called Neon Nexus, which took place in a futuristic world. Players had to defend cities called cyberscapes from the pixel minions, who wanted to unplug them from reality and plunge the world into darkness. The second she got into her room, Marisol tossed her backpack onto the floor and jumped straight into her gaming chair. A quick glance at the clock revealed it was only 4 p.m., which meant she had plenty of time to get through several levels. Or at least, that's what she was hoping for. Until her mom called from downstairs. Miha, don't forget to finish your homework first. Uh, Marisol groaned, then yelled back, Okay, mommy, I will. But homework was the last thing on her mind. No sooner had she logged into Neon Nexus, a notification was waiting for her. The text bubble danced around her screen, flashing in different neon colors. Oh, sweet! Friend request! Marisol exclaimed. She grinned. Alrighty, let's see who it is. She clicked on the notification. 
The request came from a stranger named Cyberlord623. Marisol scrolled through their profile. There seemed nothing unusual about it, although their activity log showed they were online for nearly 24 hours straight. Clearly, this person was even more obsessed with Neon Nexus than she was. Maricel shrugged and hit the accept button. Within seconds, she noticed three green dots by the player's name, indicating they were typing. Hey, thanks for adding me back. Cyberlord623 wrote, I found you on the global leaderboard. Can't believe you're number one. You must be really good. Marisol smiled to herself. She really was proud of her gaming accomplishments. School was always a struggle, but in the world of Neon Nexus, she was the best. Thanks, I've been playing for a while now, Marisol wrote back. Cyberlord623 immediately replied with, Can you help me beat level 22? I could use a pro on my side. Marisol glanced at her alarm clock again. It was now 4.15 p.m. Dinner started at 6.20. Her parents expected her to finish all of her assignments before then. But a few extra minutes on... Couldn't hurt. Could it? Sure, she typed. Invite me over to your world and we can kick some pixel minion butt together. And just like that, the game was on. Marisol had already completed this level in her own world, so she knew exactly what to do. With the decisiveness of a general, she had Cyberlord 623 hang back to repair the defensive walls around the cyberscape. Meanwhile, Marisol sent her playable character out to fight the oncoming monster horde. Marisol held her breath as she maneuvered past the city walls. A large group of monsters materialized from thin air and charged at her. Like lightning strikes, they flitted around, trying to zap her avatar. Marisol exhaled and quickly pressed the up and Z buttons, launched her avatar high up into the air. With no time to lose, Marisol then smashed the down and A buttons, making her avatar perform a mid-air cannonball. Just like that, the character landed right onto the pixel minions below, flattening them into bad guy pancakes. That's how you do it. She whooped excitedly, doing a victory spin in her chair. Too easy. Wow. No wonder you're ranked so high. You beat everything so fast. Cyberlord623 wrote, You're just too good. Can I be you? Ha ha. Aw, thanks. You did a great job too, Marisol typed back. I love this game. I never want to stop playing. Like, ever. Same. I won't stop until I beat all the levels. Cyberlord623 replied. Also, you're totally my favorite person to play with right now. 
Marisol beamed. Right back at you, she messaged. And FYI, I'm always down to play. Just let me know whenever you need help. Just then, she heard footsteps approaching. Uh, uh uh-oh. Gotta go. Mom's coming, she typed out. Play again tomorrow? Totally, replied Cyberlord623. But before you go, any tips on how to beat level 23? The footsteps drew closer. Marisol typed frantically. Get lots of health potions, and make sure you press X before the battle starts. That shows you how far away the monsters are, she wrote, finally hitting send. Marisol? Her mom knocked on her door. Do you need help with anything? Marisol quickly shut her laptop, and then she grabbed a few notebooks from her backpack and hurriedly spread them out on her desk, flipping to a random page in case her mom popped in. I'm okay, mommy, she called back. Almost done. That night, Marisol's dreams were unlike anything she'd ever experienced before. No, no, she muttered, tossing around. Marisol was falling down a dark and seemingly bottomless hole. Her screams were drawn out, echoing all around her in the vast darkness. Marisol's dream self yelled. She continued to fall faster and faster. The warm, rank-smelling air whipped her hair around and stung her face. But just as suddenly as she started, Marisol stopped falling. Now, she was suspended in the darkness, scared and confused. Want to keep playing? A disembodied voice asked. Marisol's heart raced. What's happening? Who are you? She called out fearfully, but the stranger didn't respond. Instead, they laughed. (laughs) And Marisol's freefall started again. When Marisol woke up, she was drenched in sweat. Just a dream, she whispered to herself. Calm down, Marisol. Get a grip. (laughs) Suddenly, her alarm rang, nearly making her jump. But at this point, Marisol was more than happy to forget about last night's dream. Dragged herself out of bed and started getting ready for school, hoping to distract her from her still-pounding heart. Marisol came downstairs, nothing about her morning seemed unusual at first. Her mom had made her favorite spiced sausages and eggs, which Marisol happily polished off. After finishing breakfast, she gave her parents a hug and headed out the door. Bye, see you later, she called out. Her walk to the bus stop was no different, but Marisol did notice that their next door neighbors, the Blackwells, had put up new lawn decorations. For some reason, it seemed like they could never make up their minds. 
Last week, they had gnomes. Now they had a family of goofy-looking skeletons scattered across the lawn. <sighs> At least they're not putting up Christmas decorations already, Saul thought. But as she continued down the street, she suddenly became aware of how hot the sun felt on her skin. Somehow, it felt brighter. Marisol looked around and realized everything seemed that way for some reason. The grass looked especially more green, and the sky was an extraordinarily vibrant shade of blue. From where she was standing, the stoplights almost looked like they were glowing. It wasn't until the school day started that things really started to feel weird. Fluorescent lights in her classroom usually never bothered her, but today they felt harsh, making Marisol squint. Sounds felt louder too. Everything was giving her a headache. Things only got worse from there. By the time lunch wrapped up, Marisol was completely out of it. It felt as though she was operating on autopilot walking and talking without even thinking about what she was doing. I definitely need to get more sleep, Marisol muttered to herself. But a weird day at school wasn't enough to stop Marisol from booting up Neon Nexus the minute she got home. Once she logged in, Marisol noticed Cyberlord623 was already online and waiting for her in the player lobby. The timer showed that they had been there all day. Huh, maybe they left their laptop on, she wondered. Out of curiosity, she typed out a message. Hey, just got back from school. Are you there? She wrote. She got an immediate response back. Hey, welcome back. I was waiting for you, said Cyberlord623. I managed to beat level 24 while you were gone. Let's play in your world this time. Nice. That level is so fun, Marisol replied. But just wait until level 26. You've got to defeat the boss in the craziest way. I'll show you later. In a separate message, Marisol sent her world's invite code to Cyberlord623. As expected, they were quick to join. She watched as their avatar suddenly materialized next to hers, jumping up and down to say hello. Just as the game started, a voice rang out. Marisol, her mom yelled. Can you come down and help your dad unload groceries from the car? Oh. Ugh. Marisol groaned loudly. She glanced at the screen. Marisol, her mom called again. Downstairs now, please. Coming, Mommy, she yelled back. With that, Marisol hopped out of her chair and hurried downstairs. For now, the game had to wait. Hopefully, Cyberlord623 would understand. By the time Marisol got back to her laptop, a good 30 minutes had passed. Thanks to her dad's snack haul, she was now fueled by a sugar rush and ready to jump back into Neon Nexus. When Marisol turned her laptop on, she was flooded by a series of notifications. Hello? Are you there? Where are you? 
I thought we were playing together. Are you ignoring me? Said Cyberlord 623's messages. Marisol grimaced. She quickly wrote back. Hey, sorry about that. My parents called me down. At first, there was no response. Marisol leaned back in her chair and waited. Yesterday, you said you were always here to play. Cyberlord623 wrote back. I take this game really seriously. You know that. Marisol stared at the messages on her screen. Her stomach turned slightly. Was Cyberlord623 actually mad at her? I said sorry. If you're still free, we can finish the level now. Marisol typed out. Fine, but don't quit on me again. Was Cyberlord 623's response. Marisol sighed. With a few clicks, she rejoined. Once the graphics finished loading, Marisol was stunned by the sight that greeted her. Her world, the one that she had spent so much time protecting and taking care of, had been tampered with. Marisol leaned in, staring at her screen in disbelief. Nothing was as she had left it. Her treasure chests, the walls she'd built, all of the potions and customizable items she'd collected were gone. A sudden wave of heat rushed to her cheeks. Did you steal from my world while I was away? She wrote. Her heart beat faster and faster, this time out of anger. What? No. Why are you accusing me? Cyberlord623 fired back. That's not what teammates do, Marisol. Marisol froze. She played Neon Nexus under the tag Magic Mari 01. Her full name wasn't in it. And she never told Cyberlord what it was. So, how did they know? Her stomach flip flopped uncomfortably. Look, I know it was you. No one else was in my world, she typed out. But if you're going to steal and lie, then I don't want to play with you anymore. Marisol exhaled shakily and hit send. Then she moved her mouse over to the block button. She hesitated at first, but with a final air of determination, she clicked it. When Marisol woke up that morning, things felt hazy. No matter how many times she rubbed her eyes and blinked, her surroundings still felt like they were out of focus. But there was no time to puzzle over it. For now, Marisol had to get ready for school or else she'd be late. Just like the day before, things felt off. For starters, her vision was acting up. Every time Marisol looked at something a little too long, whether it was a whiteboard or person, strange specks of color floated in front of her eyes. Though she continually rubbed them, the little specks lingered, and every time she got to her feet, she experienced an odd pins and needles sensation all over her body. By the end of the day, Marisol was more than ready to collapse into bed. For once, she didn't even think about playing Neon Nexus. On top of feeling strangely drained and concerned about what was happening to her, there was a part of Marisol that dreaded logging on now that she had blocked Cyberlord 623. 
On her way back home, Marisol stopped at a crosswalk. Traffic seemed to whiz by for hours. So, to keep herself entertained, she repeatedly pressed the crosswalk button, listening to the wait, 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 sound it made. She sighed impatiently and let her gaze wander. Something caught her eye. In the distance, it looked like the sunlight was dimming, like night was rapidly approaching over that area of town. Marisol frowned and looked at her phone. It was only 3.30. Weird. Marisol looked up again, this time shielding her eyes for a better view. Suddenly, in what appeared to be an odd, pixelated-looking wave, colors started draining all around. Marisol watched in shock as the wave plunged distant houses, trees, and streets into darkness. Nearby areas glitched before her eyes. Alarmed, Marisol took a few steps back before deciding it was probably best to run. She turned from the crosswalk and headed in the direction she came from. Behind, Marisol could hear the ear-splitting, nerve-grating sound of... static. The noise grew deafeningly louder. Marisol kept running, her feet thudding against the pavement. Growing more and more panicked now, she looked around for help, only to realize there was no more foot traffic. No kids. No people walking their dogs. Nothing. Not only that, but all the cars and buses that were just whizzing by had vanished too. She was all alone. Things kept rapidly changing all around her. The parts of town that hadn't been plunged into darkness yet were now outlined in neon colors like hot pinks and electric blues. The sky above, which was previously sunny, now turned dark. Marisol could even make out faint, glowing white grid lines high above. Her stomach sank. This is just like the game, she whispered to herself. But how's that even possible? Am I having a bad dream again? Marisol quickly pinched herself and winced. Nope, she was very much awake. And there was no time to idly stand around because a familiar plop, plop, plop sound drew close. Against her better judgment, Marisol froze. Slowly, she turned around. A large swarm of pixel minions were charging at her. On a screen, they looked somewhat goofy, but up close and personal, it was a whole other story. They were at least seven feet tall, Each monster had hundreds of blinking eyes. Long, purple tongues hung out of their protruding mouths. And on each of their backs sat rows and rows of sharp horns that glinted menacingly. Marisol finally came to her senses. Get away from me! Get away from me! She yelled. Just as one of the pixel minions lunged at her, Marisol instinctively swung her backpack at it. Bam! The impact sent the monster staggering backwards. But just when Marisol thought she was safe, 
her backpack glitched in her hand, flipping in and out until it faded from existence. By now, Marisol's whole body was flooded with panic. She frantically broke out into a run again. The pixel minions were hot on her heels. She could hear the strange plopping and static noises they emitted. Marisol spotted an alleyway and seizing the opportunity to distance herself from the monsters, took a sharp right into it. Then, without thinking, Marisol dove behind a row of garbage cans. She held her breath, not daring to make a noise. By some miracle, the plan worked. Marisol could hear the gurgles and snarls fade into the distance as the monsters passed by her hiding spot. She took a moment to exhale in relief. But as Marisol quietly got to her feet, she realized something strange. Marisol took a few steps forward until suddenly she couldn't. Surprised, she watched as her body jerked against her will, as if there was an invisible wire pulling her back. Then, her left arm shot up, and without wanting to, Marisol took another four steps backwards, two forwards, and then jumped. Why am I doing this? She cried out. Marisol tried to grab onto one of the garbage cans to anchor herself, but that didn't seem to work. Again, she found herself springing into the air, causing her to yelp. Ah! There was something in the sky that caught her attention mid-jump. Marisol noticed a strange floating bar with blinking letters that spelled out Level 26. Above it was a faint, distorted screen. Marisol could make out a strange face that appeared to be looking down at her. But what sent chills down her spine was the gamer tag in the corner of the screen that read Cyberlord 623. How is this even happening? Marisol screamed. What are you doing? Let me go! You said that you were always down to play, said a strange voice. It sounded garbled, making it hard to tell how old they were, or if it was a boy or a girl. Instead, blocked me. So now, you're going to help me beat this game whether you like it or not. Again, Marisol tried to resist. She bit her lip angrily and willed all of her limbs to stand still. But it was no use. Her body jerked forward yet again, this time marching her straight out of the alleyway. Above her head, Marisol could hear clicking as if someone was controlling her every move. Horrified, she watched as Cyberlord 623 maneuvered her body down the street, right toward the horde of angry pixel minions. By now, half the neighborhood was plunged into darkness. The buildings around her were glitching in and out of reality. With a sinking heart, Marisol realized what Cyberlord 623 was planning to do. No, please don't, she begged. No, 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 this isn't funny. Let me go. Somewhat above her, Cyberlord 623 laughed. You've already beat the soul, they said. You know there's no other way to win. 
Marisol shot toward the monsters. Cyberlord 623 had her running at full speed now, making it even harder to take in everything that was happening around her. Stop it! She screamed. Enough! Let me go! One of the pixel minions turned around. At the sight of Marisol, it unhinged its jaw. Once its purple tongue unfurled, Marisol caught a glimpse of protruding, neon green teeth. Someone online said the only way to beat this level is to get swallowed and fight from inside the monster's belly. Echoed Cyberlord's voice. Isn't that right, Marisol? In a last-ditch effort, Marisol tried to grab onto a street lamp, but it was no use. She shot forward like a bullet train, unable to stop herself from running straight into the monster's jaws. In a matter of seconds, the long purple tongue wrapped itself around her waist, yanking Marisol in. Then its jaws shut and everything went dark. Inside, putrid air filled Marisol's lungs. She felt the monster's teeth graze the top of her head. And before she knew it, she was swallowed with a loud gulp that sent her free-falling into the depths of the monster's digestive system. All of her screams were drowned out by the loud gurgling of the monster's stomach and the clacking of keys overhead. Bet you didn't see that coming, did you? <laughs> Believe it or not, I used to hit the arcade all the time when I was younger. Guess I'm hip that way. <laughs> I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear that, Oliver. Hold on, hold on. Just this last cobweb here, and voila! <laughs> it's done! What do y'all think? Pulls everything together, doesn't it? Here, let me show you guys what else we've set up. <laughs> Follow me. Those are all the inflatable decorations we've blown up. Took me hours, mind you, but it was well worth it. And over there are the Halloween lights. I'm surprised they still work after all these years. But hey, I'm not complaining. Yep, Oliver picked those out. And the streamers. Here. You kids can leave the pumpkins and apples over here. I'll take the candy. No, I'm not gonna eat it. What do you think I am? I'm just gonna put it in my cabin so the bugs and mice don't get to it. Sheesh. Oh, oh, I see how it is. Ganging up on poor Eli's a game to you, huh? After all the work I've been putting in to make this Halloween special? Oh, that, I don't know, kids. Costumes have never really been my thing. Hold on, hold on! I don't even know what I'd dress up as. And besides, I'd have to get creative. It's not like I've got a local costume store to hit up. All right, all right. Give me some time. I'll think about it. No sweat. Just a week until Halloween to figure something out. Shouldn't be too hard, right? <laughs> 